devoted to bringing you some spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. Thank you for tuning in. Our passage for today comes from Psalm 50, and I'm going to start in verse 7. I'm going to hop around a little bit. Psalm 50, verse 7 says, Hear, O my people, and I will speak. O Israel, I will testify against you. I am God, your God. Not for your sacrifices do I rebuke you. Your burnt offerings are continually before me. I will not accept a bull from your house or goats from your folds. For every beast of the forest is mine, the cattle on a thousand hills. I know all the birds of the hills, and all that moves in the field is mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you, for the world and its fullness are mine. Do I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving and perform your vows to the Most High and call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you shall glorify me. And then jump down to verse 22. Mark this then, you who forget God, lest I tear you apart and there be none to deliver. The one who offers thanksgiving as his sacrifice glorifies me. To one who orders his way rightly, I will show the salvation of God. Josie and I have some friends that once told us that they don't pray before meals. And the reason that they don't pray before meals is because they realize that their prayers were just empty. They were just words that they were saying because it was the right thing to do before you ate. And they realized that their heart wasn't in it. And so there, I would argue, wrong response to that was to just stop praying before meals. There's almost no worse offense that you can commit in modern evangelical Christianity than the L word, legalism. We are so scared of being legalistic in our faith that we've really gone to the opposite end of the spectrum, which leads to antinomianism, which means there's, there's no regulations on what you can do. Everything is grace. Everything is Christian liberty. Live however you want to live. After all, we don't want to be legalistic. And I think what's happening there is that we're solving our Christian problem with the world's answer. Culture tells us that whatever you want to do, whatever you feel, is fine. And so, under the umbrella of Christian liberties, we've just applied that to our walk with the Lord. We don't want to be legalistic, so we're not going to tell you how you ought to live your lives. And on face value, that's what God is combating here in Psalm 50. He says, listen, I'm not, I, I'm not mad at you because you're not offering sacrifices. I, I, you're offering a ton of them. They're continually before me. But he's not interested in them. He's not empty, interested in empty sacrifice. So what he's saying is, 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 I don't want them. I don't want your sacrifices. But the point is not that they shouldn't offer sacrifices, because they were doing what God in the Old Testament law commanded them to do. There are very specific sacrifices for a lot of different scenarios. What he's saying is, is I'm not interested in your sacrifices that aren't coming from the heart. If you're checking the box so that you can say you've done what you need to do and then walking away, having not worshipped God, having not communed with Him, I'm not interested in that. It's, it's the church at Laodicea that God says, you are neither hot nor cold, so I spit you out of my mouth. You're, ne- you're, 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 you're halfway there. You're not all the way in. You're not all the way out. And so in a sense, you're useless. But what does he say is the answer to this? God really gives us 
two weapons in Psalm 50 to combat legalism, and neither of them are, do whatever you want. The first thing he says is this, offer a sacrifice of thanksgiving and perform your vows to the Most High. Uh, my, my study Bible says this also means make, a th- make thanksgiving your sacrifice to God. We can look ahead to the New Testament that mirrors this, that talks about what these Old Testament sacrifices are to point us toward. This is Hebrews 13, 12. It says, So Jesus suffered outside the gate in order to sanctify the people through his own blood. Therefore, let us go to him outside the camp and bear the reproach he endured. For here we have no lasting city, but we seek a city that is to come. These sacrifices are are pointing toward a, a better worship scenario in heaven. Verse 15, through him then let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. God says he wants gratitude in our hearts. And from all the places in scripture where we are told to be grateful, we're meant to take away the fact that gratitude is a choice that we can make. We can choose to practice gratitude. And as we make that choice, to continually have a sacrifice of praise on our lips for who God is and what He's done, as we continually remind ourselves and and speak to God about what He's done for us, in our gratitude, we long to do the things that God has asked us to do. Not so that we can feel better about ourselves, not so that we can become prideful, but because how could we do anything different after all that God has done for us? Gratitude, not antinomianism, not anything goes, is our first weapon against legalism. But our second is this, and call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you shall glorify me. Reliance upon God, a recognition of our own inadequacies. When troubles come and they will, where do we run? Do we run to our own qualifications and our own abilities? We see throughout scripture, God using the weak, the lowly, the despised, to shame the strong, the wise, the powerful, the influential. We're not called to have the answers. We're called to call upon the name of the Lord in the day of trouble. And what does God say will happen? Well, first it says he will deliver us. And his deliverance may not look like we want it to in every scenario, but we have this promise of God. God will deliver us in and through our circumstances, and we will glorify the Lord as we rely on Him, as we call on His name, and we see His deliverance. We are once again filled with gratitude for what God has done, and we will glorify Him. It says, and you shall glorify me. And that final verse that we read says, the one who offers thanksgiving as his sacrifice glorifies me. To the one who orders his way rightly, I will show the salvation of God. So our call today as the church is to be different than the culture. The way that we solve our Christian problems is not going to be with the world's answers. God's answers are a people who practice gratitude, even though we may not feel it, that we take God at his word and we come before him and we say, here are five things today that I'm grateful for. And we practice that daily until our hearts begin to be changed. And we glorify the Lord. And then we're not practicing empty religion. We are living lives of the fruit of what God has done in our hearts and our lives. He is glorified. We are encouraged. And God gets the glory above all else. Lord, we thank you for Psalm 50. 
We thank you for your wisdom, for your word, for your way, because we know that that's better than the world's way. We know that it's better than our own feelings and our own thoughts about what we think things should be. Help us to know that you are Lord, that you are creator, and that you know best. Give us the courage um, to take you at your word and to follow after you. Do it for your glory and our good, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for tuning in for another edition of Let's Talk Church Family. You are loved. Have a blessed day.